0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. WABC.
1: One man has a talk show on 77 WABC. And that man's
2: name is... It's now moving. I am him.
1: And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic.
2: It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter.
3: It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC.
4: And good evening, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you until 1 a.m. this morning. And we are starting with breaking news as it relates to this is why Israel has to keep the pressure on Hamas. The Israeli military is stating that it freed two hostages during a raid by special forces in Gaza in a southern neighborhood. And uh, the hostages were taken to a local hospital in central Israel. A statement from the hospital says, and they were confirmed by doctors to be in good condition. The second breaking story that we're dealing with uh, tonight relates to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, but I'll get to that in just a second. Again, this is one of the reasons why Israel must keep the pressure on, period, end of story. Special forces in Israel, uh, apparently the military, they have free two Hostages, And that's wonderful news. During a raid by special forces in Gaza and the hostages were taken to a local hospital in central Israel. That's according to a statement from the hospital and uh, was confirmed by doctors to be in good condition. It's interesting that all of this happens and that it happens now as it relates to these two hostages. We'll get to the defense secretary in just a second and the Super Bowl. But it's interesting because I was uh, looking on social media and there was this one uh, uh, PSA, if you will, that really stood out to me. uh, And that that was as of this morning, as it relates to the hostages. And we cannot forget them innocent lives are on the line. I just want you to listen to this PSA as it relates to Israeli fathers.
3: To all the dads, the funny ones, the silly ones,
5: the strong ones, the adventurous ones, to all the dads held in captivity by Hamas for over 120
4: days. We vow to bring you home. And it appears that two of those hostages are freed at this hour. We are following the story and we'll have updates uh, throughout the uh, evening and the morning. Before I get to the Super Bowl, one of our other top stories, Defense Secretary, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was taken to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center outside Washington today Sunday after suffering from symptoms of an emergent bladder issue that's a quote according to the uh, Pentagon the defense department says in a statement that the white house has been notified this time and austin was transferred has transferred that is the functions and duties of the office to one of his deputy secretaries of defense, her name Kathleen Hicks. So this happened at approximately 2.20 p.m. today. Lloyd Austin, uh, secretary of defense, was transported by his security detail to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to be seen for symptoms uh, suggesting an emergent bladder issue. That's according to the Pentagon Press Secretary 70-year-old Austin has been under scrutiny regarding his decision to shield his prostate cancer diagnosis and recent hospitalization. We all know the hot water he was in for the recent one from the White House and Pentagon officials, including President Biden. The the uh, defense secretary, again, is in the hospital as of this hour and has transferred the functions and duties of the office to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks. If you watch the Super Bowl, wow, what a game. Ending literally about 15, 20 minutes ago, it went to overtime. You cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the uh, Chiefs in overtime. Well, first of all, at halftime, the Chiefs were trailing at halftime 10 to 3. It wasn't looking good. But you cannot go against Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, it's a tie game, they go to overtime, in overtime. In overtime, San Francisco takes the initial lead in overtime. I think it was 22-19. But of course, they had to turn the ball over to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's like turning the ball over Tom, to Tom Brady with a minute left on the clock. We know how those games end. Once you turn the ball over to Brady, it's starting to be exactly the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. They won in overtime, in overtime, the Chiefs, that is, over the 49ers, 25 to twenty-two. Before I get to the topics that we're dealing with this hour, and then the topics for next hour, I do want to say this. I had a wonderful time this morning appearing on The Rev and The Rabbi with Rabbi Joseph Potasnik and Pastor A.R. Bernard. They are leaders, and it was really a uh, a great time for me this morning. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Joseph Potasnik.
6: And I'm Reverend A.R. Bernard.
7: Reverend Bernard, we have someone who is a commentator, political commentator, a talk show host, uh, a member of our WABC radio family. When I was very young, I used to listen to him uh, on the air. He's always someone who has something to say and not afraid to say it. And I'm very grateful. Uh, the Dominic Carter has uh, consented to coming on the program with us.
4: Again, it was an honor to be on The Rev and The Rabbi uh, this morning with Rabbi Potasnik and Pastor A.R. Bernard. Those guys are remarkable and true leaders. They recently returned from a trip, I believe, to Israel with the uh, Cardinal. But I'll be following up more in the days ahead with some of the things that they are doing. Okay, let's get to the uh, to the issues that... We have this hour, the lingering issue that is not going away. And that is president Biden's age and the report from the special counsel at the end of last week. And this is something that immediately may made, made me raise my eyebrows. Hillary Clinton is calling Joe Biden's age, a legitimate issue. So the first lady The first lady, uh, Jill Biden, is defending her husband, suggesting that the special counsel tried to score political points using the president's uh, son in terms of his death. Uh, She's stating, just like the president did, how how dare he? And uh, this is what President Biden had to say at a uh, rare, a rare uh, late night news or evening news conference the uh, day that the report came out.
8: I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself it wasn't any of their damn business. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out
9: is your memory. And can you continue as president?
8: My memory is so bad. I can let you speak. That's do you, uh, that's you as that's, that's, your memory
4: has gotten worse. Mr. Now, look,
8: my memory is not got. My memory is fine.
4: Interesting. Interesting. But again, here is something that is raising my eyebrows. Michelle Obama was never, ever, 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 ever going to be on the ticket. I don't know who's talking about this nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. She doesn't like politics. She doesn't have the temperament for it. It was never going to happen. She, was, she has never been challenged uh, nationally. That is one former First Lady, Michelle Obama. But there's another one that's a different story. Hillary Clinton is a different story. Another first lady, just like Michelle Obama, but Hillary Clinton is tested. You may not like her, but she's tested. Hillary Clinton has been out there. Hillary Clinton, U.S. Senator, Secretary of State. I just found it very interesting that she's calling President Biden's age issue a legitimate one
10: should he embrace his, you know, eight decades on earth and the, and the great wisdom he's gained through all of this? I, I, think I mean, do all you All of the above. All yeah. of the above. I mean, I you know, I talk to people in the White House all the time yeah. and, you know, they know it's an issue. But as I like to say, look, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue for Trump, who's only three years younger, right? So it's an issue. Once you say that, then... You have to also talk about what's at stake in the election, and I'm for Joe Biden for re-election on the merits, because I think he's done a really good job as president. Folks,
4: Hillary Clinton is no Michelle Obama. That's one to watch. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We have a lot going on. A lot of news the 15-year-old migrant who allegedly shot a tourist while firing at a security guard and later aimed his gun at the NYPD in Times Square tried to flee the city with his mom and has been held, held, that is, without bail, at his Saturday arraignment because he would likely flee again, prosecutors say. Mayor Adams, in light of all of this, is imposing a curfew at some of the migrant shelters after the Times Square shooting. This is something that should have been done day one. Day one, there has to be a deterrent factor. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. 9222. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. I told you folks it's a waste of time to even discuss it. But okay, let's do it for a second. The one person that would know is the person that catapulted Barack Obama to the White House, and that's consultant David Axelrod, who at one time was based out of New York City, worked with Fernando Ferrer, then moved to Chicago. Axelrod is the consultant that took Obama from nowhere to the US Senate to the White House. And by the way that Hillary Clinton comment, she made that to Alex Wagner on MSNBC. And now I want you to hear what David David Axelrod had to say Saturday on CNN. David Axelrod himself basically says absolutely no way that Michelle Obama is interested in running for president or, or being the vice president.
3: I don't know about you, David. I've got people in my orbit and my radio listeners say the same thing. There's like always a family member who says, in my case, it's my brother, keep your eye on Michelle <laughs> Obama. And I say, that is crazy. What should we be saying mm-hmm. about Michelle Obama?
2: Well, here's what I know. Uh, Michelle Obama, Obama, loves this country. She's she's a, a brilliant person and a brilliant communicator. But she was a conscript to politics. She never was interested in a political life, even when uh, uh, Barack Obama was a young politician. Uh, she really didn't participate much uh, in his campaigns. I, I was with him in his Senate campaign in 2004. I think she showed up twice. Uh, in the whole campaign uh, on election nights. So, uh, you know, she, uh, she is not someone who likes politics. She doesn't like the tone and tenor of politics. Uh, And I would be floored if she would uh, consent to that. They feel that they gave 10 years of their life to this. And I'm sure she feels as uh, Barbara Bush did when she said there has to be someone other than the Bushes and the Clintons who could be president of the United States. My guess is that's her attitude. I always say, Michael, that I have as much chance of dancing in the Bolshoi Ballet next year than, uh, than that she would be president of the United States. Uh, and so if you see me running around at the end of the year in a leotard, you'll know what
3: happened. <laughs> I was going to say Bolshoi is hiring. I hear Bolshoi is high. David, thank maybe once, maybe once and for all, David Axelrod, just put it to rest. Un- unless Cindy Adams is not watching. And That was uh, CNN on uh, Saturday, and
4: folks, if if there was a plot, some great plot that after the convention, Michelle Obama is going to step in for Obama, you don't think that David Axelrod would know about it when he's the one that would probably be responsible for getting her to the white house. It's not going to happen. It's wishful thinking. And uh, it's for journalists that are trying to just sell papers or sell a radio show. It's never going to happen. But on the Republican side, now Hillary Clinton is a different story. Keep an eye on her. I am keeping an eye on her. Right. In a moment, I'm going to go to your telephone calls. I'm going to go to Michael in New Jersey, but, but on the Republican side, and sometimes there are there is more than meets the eye to a story that's all i can say for right now former president donald trump is going after his republican rival nikki haley by asking where her husband is deployed trump stating where is he even the new york times insinuating Trump is doing it to say that he's trying to escape Nikki Haley. So we have Trump on the attack. And it's going to be interesting what happens the next couple of days because Trump is going to go there. I believe that's all I can say for right now. But Trump going after Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley responding and President Biden backing up Nikki Haley that her husband is serving in Africa and the military. I want you to listen first, before we start with your telephone calls, I want you to listen to Mr. Trump on the attack as it relates to Nikki Haley's husband.
11: Where's her husband? Oh,
12: he's away. He's away. What happened to her husband?
13: What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. He knew. He knew.
4: Interesting. And uh, here is Nikki Haley's rebuttal. Donald Trump had a rally today. And in that rally, he mocked
14: my husband's military service. And I'll say this. Donald, if you have something to say, Don't say it behind my back. Get on a debate stage and say it to my face. If you mock the service of a combat veteran, you don't deserve a driver's license, let alone being president of the United States.
4: Interesting. Very interesting. The plot is about to get red hot, folks, on the Republican side. What it sounds like is Trump is stating to Nikki Haley publicly. Without using these words, get out. If you don't get out, I'm going there. That's all I can say for right now. It's not an accident that Trump is bringing up her husband. Believe me, folks, when I tell you. But we'll see. We'll see what Mr. Trump decides to do. It's an issue that she's been able to avoid thus far, serving in the Trump administration. But we know that Trump plays for keeps. Let's begin with your telephone calls. We see your calls from Bay Ridge to Yonkers, Brooklyn, Suffolk, New Jersey. Let's begin with Michael in New Jersey. Good evening, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
15: Yeah. First of all, Hillary Clinton will never get the nomination, and, for, and if she does run, basically everybody hates her guts, so she would lose. But that's not the main reason.
4: That's 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 not true. When you uh, say wait, wait, when you say everybody hates her gut, can you can, has, wait wait? Can you <clears> define that for me? Well, if everybody didn't hate her, you she mean, what, you, won actually, the last what you actually mean is half the country hates her. Which is a that's, lot. That's but okay, that's not the main but, reason. But that's more accurate. Okay, but just that's like that. just like half the country hates Trump. Okay, but anyway, but that's go ahead. not the
15: main that's not the main reason. The main reason is you're gonna kick out Biden to put in a white woman and spit in the face of Kamala Harris. There goes the black vote. You cannot do that. Well that's
4: why that's why I have said, Michael, that the Democrats are in deep trouble because right, how do you right. get around Kamala Harris? Right,
15: right. They need the black vote. But they, they need can't it.
4: win with Kamala Harris. That's the bottom line. They can't right. even win You're with right.
15: Biden. But, but the thing is, to be honest, black voters don't want to hear that. You're not going to kick out a black vice president to put in a white woman. That's what they know. That's racism. They they don't want to hear that Kamala can't win. The thing is, you're kicking out a black woman to put in a white woman. End of conversation. So if they do put her in, Hillary will lose. And And the black voters that like her will hate her guts because they'll say, she did that, she's a racist. Let's be honest. When something like that happens, you know they're going to scream racism. And to a degree, they're right.
4: So it's no, never I, gonna... I, I, I don't think they would be right. I think it's about winning. It's about well, winning, and they cannot win. It would they... be
15: right. It would be right in the sense that they're going to scream racism. Mm. That's Michael, what I'm saying,
4: Michael. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Bill in Bay Ridge. Good evening, Bill. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
12: Good evening, Dominic. How are you, sir?
4: Good. Good. Thank you. Go right ahead, please.
12: Hi, Dom. Like, listen. I just want to tell you, we're going to be surprised that they're giving us a spoonful of lies. That she will be the nominee. She being um, who? She being who? Michelle Obama will no, be the
4: won't. nominee. Like, I, I, don't, don't, mean, I don't. I don't. don't know, I don't I know. We, I don't know. Where I don't know where you're getting that from. Wish, I'm I, getting
12: it. Go ask Roger Stone. He I, had a biography Okay. Okay. On today. Listen.
4: Listen. Listen. Great. Yes, great. Sir. Great for my friend Roger. That doesn't mean that is accurate. She will I'm not be the nominee. You, Go ahead, please. You
12: will see, because Obama is not going to relinquish power. He's been calling the shots, and, and this guy's been nothing but the Trojan horse. If you've seen what they did in the last week in October, when he ran up to, stage, to the podium and Trump had him on fire, Obama, he called, he was going to, didn't care who won, man, woman, he'd be calling the shots on uh, on his laptop in his basement. Then about two months ago, he he showed I, his I, cards I, again. Hey, Bill, no, I don't know what you're
4: talking about right now. I, I'm sorry. Well, I'm telling you. Okay. Well, no, you just, you, you, best just best. Yeah, Obama, you just said something about a basement. You yeah, just said something about a basement yeah. and a laptop. Obama. Obama and w- and wait, wait, okay. Where, where are you getting like this over. from? Is this just in your head? Stories live on. Fox so you saw three. him in his basement on his laptop,
12: Obama. Don't. You don't deflect the question. Okay, okay, Obama Bill, Bill, I don't, Bill,
4: please listen, Biden. Bill, Bill, you Bill, Bill. To the podium. Bill, okay, but you just said yes. to me, I'm trying to follow you, Bill, you said you that Obama, wait, wait please, no, listen to yes. me, and this is the last warning, <laughs> you said that Obama was in a basement on a laptop, where are you he getting this from? Be- I'm telling you,
12: it was on Fox News Live. He was doing a rally for Biden, and Donald Trump made him look bad. It was it was on the outs. And and Obama was in a basement.
4: Was in a basement on a laptop. Obama was on stage. He ran up. So where so where are you getting this basement and a laptop from,
12: Bill? This is what he said. He'd be running. The shots on his laptop in
6: his and, and and wait and Did you're say, wait wait, wait bill bill,
4: bill, you're saying Obama yeah. took the stage and said he'd be running the yeah. shots from his laptop bill, are you serious in a basement yeah, I saw and, the Obama, and Obama and Obama said the this last week of October Obama, Obama you okay wait, please wait bill ago. Bill, you heard Obama uh, or you heard you heard Barack yeah. Obama state yes. that, that he would yes. be running shot. Now you sure he wasn't being rhetorical. I didn't, I've no, never. T- he wasn't. He okay. said he didn't care who won the race, man or woman, that he'd be calling the shots.
12: Like, these are I, all find these hard hard I find that very it's hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe. If you go to Fox and look at the last week in October before the election. And like I said, Donald Trump had him pissed off that he ran up the stage to the podium and said it, I will be calling the shots. I don't care
4: who wins, man or woman. I'll be doing it. Okay, well, well you're, it. You're, you're, Bill, you're the first person to ever tell me well, this. And I was right. And I've talked to other people, and I know some people, and it's I've
12: been right. It's Obama. This is all his policies okay. that he did before he left the White House, and now he started back up. you think Biden's
4: calling the shots? Biden doesn't even know where the hell he is. I didn't say say Biden was calling the shots. I didn't say that at all. Bill, thank you for the call. Let's go to Luke in the Bronx. Good morning, Luke. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how you doing? About that Nikki
6: Haley thing. About that Nikki Haley thing. I think that basically, you remember when Trump was running for president in 2016 and Nikki was running for governor, I think, and there was all kinds of
4: rumors about her having an affair. Yes, I think that that information is what, what Trump is alluding to. I think that's a fair uh, guess on your part, Luke. I, I think that uh, when, when Trump starts talking about her husband publicly, what he's really saying is stand down, stand down, I'm about to go there. And so, yeah, but, but, go ahead, go ahead, Luke. Well, the
6: problem is, is that if he goes there, because it's obvious there was something going on there, and... She's basically in a position where during the presidential race to say, oh, she had an affair with somebody. And, and if names are dropped during the presidential race, it would make her look really, really bad. But the problem is, is that she's not real. She's, she's always playing two sides to every, every, everything. This is why I like Trump, because Trump tells you one thing, he, and he goes to a different crowd, and he says the same thing. He doesn't change, oh, this crowd likes this or this crowd likes that, and he doesn't change his story. She's always changing her story. You know, you could always you could always tell people when they're fake. You know, and, I, and by fake I don't mean like gen, they're not genuine on one particular subject. That's what politicians fail is because they always try to play both sides of an issue, and they never get anything done. We need more people, not just Trump. I mean, we need more Democrats and Republicans to hey, this is what I stand for, and that's it. I'm not gonna bend over for one group and bend over for another. And so that's why. I kind of don't like her but you know if if she's if she bows out good for her but we need a lot of more politicians that just stick with what they what they believe in and don't bend
4: over because one group says one thing and another group says another um, thank you very much. I'm sorry for wasting your time. No, you you didn't waste my time. You're you're entitled to your your opinion, Luke. The same way everyone is. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to uh, Robert in Suffolk County, Norman in Brooklyn, Alan Yonkers, Stephen in Brooklyn. Much more to talk about. Again, uh, folks. Uh, the lead story is that two hostages uh, held by Gaza have been rescued by special forces. Uh, Israeli Special Forces, U.S. Defense Secretary uh, Lloyd Austin taken taken to Walter Reed. Uh, he's turned over uh, power to a deputy uh, secretary of defense. Uh, Hillary Clinton says Joe Biden's age is an issue. There is a lot going on, and we will be right back.
3: Carter everybody. everybody on Talk Radio 77 WABC
4: and we are back on this Sunday night Hillary Clinton says President Biden's age is a quote legitimate campaign issue she made the comment on MSNBC this as a recent NBC news survey found that 76% of respondents say they're concerned Biden 81 is not mentally fit for a second term. By now, we all know that blistering, blistering report from the special counsel Robert Herr released Thursday assessed Biden is too senile to be prosecuted over his wrongful retention of classified documents. It also said the commander in chief did not know when he was vice president and did not remember even within several years when his son died over two days of uh, interviews in, um, in October. Also, that migrant teenager is being held without bail over concern he would try to flee after that chaotic Times Square shooting that injured a tourist. This is Mayor Adams imposing a curfew at some of the migrant shelters after the shooting. It's about time to crack down. Right now, we're taking your telephone calls, but I'm looking at my Twitter. You can reach me at Twitter, at X, uh, at Dominic TV on Instagram, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. So DMS says Dominic, I have been seeing and hearing Hillary the last couple of. Uh, MOS, and was wondering, uh, I agree, too, that no way Michelle, while she doesn't have the temperament for politics, no experience either, uh, Hillary is a whole other breed of cat, agreed, DMS. Uh, Her tales are too familiar to uh, all of us. Uh, John Beckman says, Dominic, I'm going to tell you again, your mayor does not have it in his DNA to stop the illegal alien infestation of New York City. Have you not seen he has proven that or proved that he said shall be seven, seven said. And I agree with her a thousand percent on this. She says, Michael, stop repeating yourself. Michael has this habit of when I don't play into what he's saying, he'll just hit replay, 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 and say the same thing over and over and over. Dr. Ber- Bernie's, Bernie's sauce says, I thought the big story as, at the Super Bowl was Kelsey and Swift. I don't know if you mean the big story about when he was so hot he bumped into head coach Andy Reed and almost knocked him over. Or the big part of the story about the amount of times that they showed Taylor Swift uh on screen, which which was uh which was which was uh quite a few times. Chris and the Catskills, good evening, Chris. What's on your mind?
16: Comedian, Dominic. That previous caller is referencing an appearance that barack obama made with stephen colbert on the late show in november of 2020
4: and that's why i said if it was said it was a joke you're confirming what anybody with a brain knows but go ahead exactly he he
16: said it he said it tongue in cheek right he basically said the idea colbert asked him if he if he entertained the idea of having a third term. I'm paraphrasing it. And then his response was, well, my idea with that would be like as a stand-in with an earpiece and I'm I'm operating on in my basement with a laptop. And so again, I'm paraphrasing all that. But it, it it's easily accessible online and then that's been twisted for ratings on television and talk radio so
4: but see, it's Stone scary a- it's scary because some people like that caller they sit i don't know if they're sitting in their basement and they really believe that stuff that that I, I, when he said that obama said it i said okay if he did say it he must have said it in a joking way now i'm not saying i'm not listen i'm not saying that obama doesn't have a heavy hand and running the uh the White House. What I am saying is that there's nobody in their right mind that would fess up to that. Period. Period.
16: So Roger go ahead. Roger Stone had a guest earlier today that brought that up briefly. So that I don't and then obviously there's it's being propagated in, in other places. So um I'm calling I think Swazi's gonna pull it out on this special election, but I think it's gonna be closer than it should be.
4: I, I think he's going to win as well, but it's gonna be a nail biter. Chris, thank you for the call. Well but I'm also not uh writing off uh uh his Republican challenger. You know, she's running neck and neck with the uh with the polls. Steven in Brooklyn, good evening. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
9: Good morning, Dominic. It's always a pleasure to listen to your show and to call in and uh, and give my two cents. I think you're absolutely right. Michelle Obama will not be a candidate. However, of course, she likes to be involved behind the scenes, and I'm sure David Axelrod is probably correct. I suspect there's going to be a tight wired deal made before the convention. This is these are these are what I think could happen. No one knows for sure, but I. Would totally see this happening it is well known that jill biden it is believed is not a fan of kamala harris at all that's what they said during the primaries she went after joe biden i think that some deal will be brokered to keep kamala as vice president because they couldn't just dump her because there would be chaos keep her as vice president but to switch out joe the excuse will be for age problems that have accelerated and nominate Hillary Clinton. You would have an all-woman ticket. You would have Hillary Clinton, who would only do one term. This could be seemed acceptable to Kamala, who was expecting she might do two terms under Biden anyway, to do only one term, and then hoping that more of the public would warm to her after having eight years experience. That if Hillary Clinton didn't step down because she would be in the early 80s herself, if she for, so, I, I that's how they they would do this. Okay, I,
4: but Stephen, let let me let me pose yeah. a uh, let me ponder a question to you here. Yeah, what what has changed to get over the dislike in the country of Hillary Clinton, where half the country can't stand her guts, and you know half the country wants her in office? So what what has yep. changed? What has changed that would 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 get her over over the finish line this time? You,
17: You are
9: absolutely right, and you have two polarized. She will play to many upset liberal women that it was their chance in 2016. And if they get the the behind-the-scenes blessing of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, you're right, it's going to be tight. But the point is this, they know that Kamala cannot step up, at the very least now, because She's not even in charge of the border. She was appointed to supposedly by Biden. She can't do anything. Kamala won't step down. It will be very polarizing, but Hillary will play to the nostalgia that it should have been a woman in 2016. They'll put her in for one term, and I think for Kamala, it will be the acceptable bitter pill to swallow, knowing it's only one term, and then it should be hers in 2028. So I think it will be, that's how they would be Hillary, and then Kamala. could always hope. Well, if Hillary has health problems into her term, she could step down Kamala. They're not going to dump Kamala, but Kamala. She also doesn't want to go down with the ship because if she stays with Joe Biden, the country knows that Joe Biden is incoherent. It's a bitter pill to swallow, but people like Axelrod behind the scenes, I guarantee you, they're thinking how they put the chess pieces together and do something that a lot of people don't see because so don't rule it out if kamala feels she she was going to do eight years under joe biden she figures i could do another four years and then hopefully more people i don't think they will i think you can't do anything long term with kamala she's just not a capable leader but they'll take a gamble say okay i'll stay a heartbeat away for now hillary a bit and then they'll play the women card in america and hoping that that'll be enough but it, anything can happen, but I do not think it'll be M- M- Michelle Obama, because unlike uh, Hillary Clinton, she was never uh, an elected person or anything. She does a lot in you know, in getting uh, health and dieting and stuff like that, and I'm sure she likes doing behind the scenes. She's not going to put herself out there as a candidate. That's a pipe dream, but Hillary always wanted to be president, and I'll bet you – her team, you get people like Carvel and Bagala and all that. They'll sit down with Axelrod. They'll broker some deal. And Joe Biden will say, oh, I was a few months ago. I was okay, but I'm going to do this because my wife told me the step. It's all about the wife, the so-called Dr. Jill Biden. I listen to my wife, whatever my wife said. There you'll have it. You'll have Hillary. You'll have Kamala. You'll have an
4: all-woman ticket. And they're going to play that gender thing to the max and everything like that. I, It'll be I, full hear of- you. I hear you, Stephen. Thank you for the call, my friend. Uh, All-woman ticket's not going to fly. And I don't see how you get around that. All-woman ticket's not going to fly. Alan Yonkers, good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good
18: evening to you, Dominic. You know, Dominic, I was going to mention about Hillary, but I want to touch on Donald Trump uh, talking about uh, uh Haley's uh, husband.
4: Go ahead. I'm listening to you.
18: Oh, yeah. You know, I think the president, what he's trying to insinuate is here you are, you have a person aspiring to be President of the United States. Her husband has not been around on this campaign at all. He hasn't been in the debates to nothing. He. Uh, so most people in the general public, including me, I heard the rumors years ago that she has been unfaithful. I don't know how true it is, but it's odd and peculiar that her spouse isn't around. In 1980, when Ted Kennedy ran and Gary Hart ran, uh, you know, you heard the, uh, you know, that they had been unfaithful. But even their spouses stayed with them and uh, were with them when they were running for the highest office. But for her husband not to be around is very odd.
4: Okay, but wait a minute. Now, if he's in the military uh, in Africa on assignment, uh, what's odd about that? he's
18: an old, he's an older man. He's not in uh, the age bracket anymore where he is. young. I could see if he was younger and like in his 30s or 40s, but I think he's like 60 years old. So I just don't understand what's the need for him to be in there. He's not like, uh, you know, in the prime of his life. He's an older guy. And to be in Africa, I mean, you know, your wife is aspiring for the highest office in the land and you're nowhere to be found.
4: Okay, interesting, Al. Thank you, thank you for the call. Let's go from Yonkers to Brooklyn. Let's say good evening to Norman. Norman, what's on your mind?
19: Good evening, Dom. What's on uh, my mind is <coughs> thinking of Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris uh, ticket. Uh, that's why that's why I can't sleep at night thinking about horrible things like that. Anyway, um, that that ain't gonna happen. No way. Kamala's not Kamala's not gonna say, agree to that. What, this woman spent her whole life. She's 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 one away from the presidency. She's go, she's going to sit back and say, "Okay, that's cool." Hell no, that ain't going to happen. That doesn't happen in the real world. Things like that. She's she's not going to she's not going to consent to that.
4: Okay, so, so Norman, anyway. wait, wait. So one more time, because it sounded like there was a bell ringing in your phone. I couldn't hear your first point. You said who okay. wouldn't accept? My that? My first
19: point is there's no way in hell that Kamala Harris. Is going to accept the deal to to remain on the ticket with to switch out Joe for Hillary. That is
4: just not okay. going to happen. Okay, but but if you stay with Joe, the whole ship is going down. And yeah. then, Madam Vice President, you won't have a uh, platform at all. Yeah, there's no I doubt. There's no doubt that Biden cannot win this election. And that report the other day uh, perhaps was the the final nail in the coffin. It's not going to happen. He can't do it.
19: Yep. Anyway, concerning Donald Trump, I would advise him to not attack Nikki Haley personally. She's a loser, so there's no need to pile on at this point. It could only hurt him. So just be gracious. And, uh, you know, I I don't know, uh, piling on her family, why bother? Why bother? And as for Hillary, I rarely feel sorry for Joe Biden, but to hear Hillary piling why, why, on, wait, wait, book, wait, 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 why, why,
4: why do you feel sorry for him?
19: Well, I, I listen. Um, I, it, it's more that I just really do not like. I Look, I, I really do not like Hillary Clinton. Okay, and just to to, to hear her, you know, this classless mega maniac, You know, she doesn't have any honor, and now she's and now she's like a shark, like a great white shark smelling blood in the water. Now she feels like, ah, oh, now's my time. Now I'm now, now I have an opportunity, you know, these, uh, you know, who I feel really sorry for Bill Clinton. Cause he's got to sleep with this woman every night. So anyway, I, I just, uh, uh, it just, it just bothers me. You know, uh, I would advise Joe stay the course, Hopefully, we'll have a fair election. And in my opinion, I hope Joe, uh, I, I hope, uh, uh, I hope Donald Trump, God willing, is successful. But all these other options, it, it, it makes me, it, it just depresses me more as an American to hear these other options. Um, I, I think Joe can stay the course. Uh, no, no, he
4: can't. No, he can't. No, he can't. I, I, I was, so. I was hoping that he could, but, but it's impossible at this point. I don't, he he can't even fake it. Norman, thank you. I got to take a break here. Appreciate the call. I, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to walk over to the cooler. I'm going to get a cup of water and I'm going to take two aspirins because when we come back, I'm going to take Russ's call in White Plains and we'll see if he's in the twilight zone tonight or if he's down to earth tonight. We'll be right back.
16: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts?
3: Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC, oh, get on the floor. Let's dance. Don't
4: fight. Be Give yourself a Wait, this is the best part, Tony. Shake, shake, shake.
2: Shake, shake, shake.
4: shake. shake, shake your booty. shake your booty. I love that part you know folks I was uh I was watching uh We Are The World uh the documentary on Netflix I found that interesting and I kid you not folks I, I I almost started not to tell this story so I'm you know when 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 you're on the air at 11 you 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 can't sit with your family and watch the whole Super Bowl you could watch maybe half of the first quarter, and then it's time to go. And then you have to catch the halftime show halfway in by the time you reach from Rockland to the uh, radio station. And so I, I have my iPad out, which can function as a TV, which I find amazing, right? And I'm looking at it, and there's a couple of places for me to watch the game. And I click on one, and I started getting really irritated because it was like these Nickelodeon characters uh, doing color commentary on the game. And and I said, okay, they must be promoting some network product. This will go on for 15 seconds. And then I'm in between writing scripts and, and, and looking at information. And this goes on and on and on and on and on for about 25 minutes. And then I finally looked, and I think this is the first time ever, they had a Nickelodeon or children's version, version version of the Super Bowl, and it was these cartoon characters and, and the stuff, gushed, whatever they call that. I, I forget what the kids call it. And I'm standing there, Tony and, and Matt Blaze, I'm standing here thinking I'm watching the Super Bowl <laughs> on the regular channel, and I'm watching the kids' version. Why didn't one of you guys tell me that the kids' version was out there? You didn't ask. <laughs> you you don't like seeing l- the little cartoon animation in the in the end zone. It's it scared the mess <laughs> out of me, man. Because I was like I was like wait a minute. Am I going over the deep end here? What 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 is going on here? You thought you thought you, you didn't take aspirin, you took some LSD. You <laughs> was tripping. It was like uh what do they call it? The the stuff that gush. When my kids were young, we went to a place in Florida. What do they call it? The 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 stuff that it's a slime. You. The slime, like slime. It's a slime, and it gush out at you and all that stuff. And my kids were just in heaven, you know, going to Florida. I forgot the name of the park, but but the stuff was was like slime was going over the end zone. Yeah, they had the slime. That's that's the Nickelodeon version. This and, is probably and, like the third year I think they've done that. And the characters were like talking to the anchors, right? And I'm like, what what is going on here? I'm watching the Super Bowl. So you guys were playing a bad trick on me. <laughs> this Dominic thought he was he was in the haze. He was watching. He's like, "Hey man, why is SpongeBob scoring a touchdown? What's going on over here?"
13: Woo!
4: That's what I said, right? Wee! Wow!
13: Woo! Who's that purple slime going over the
4: end zone? What's happening? And those purple cheerleaders over there? Woo! <laughs> That's how I honestly that felt. That's like You guys should have told me. Somebody, Marano, one of you guys should have told me, no, Dominic, the game is on, uh, you know, a children's version, is on a Nickelodeon version because I'm standing there for 25, 30 minutes, and I'm like, okay, your cute commercial is going too long. And why, why am I, what's going on? But anyway, so then I finally figured out that I had the wrong version, and then I switched back. Okay, so just like I thought that um, I was in La La Land with uh, with the Super Bowl, here we go, Russ and White Plains. Good evening, Russ. What's on your mind?
20: Well, Dominic, before I ask you about Michelle, what did you think about RFK's commercial during the Super Bowl? Did you get to see that throwback commercial that he did?
4: I did not see it. No. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. It was bizarre. Well, okay. What I wanted to ask you about is
20: do you feel – and, and tongue-in-cheek as the representative of the black community. Here we so go. Michelle. Here we
4: go. Dominic, so you Michelle. I, I want you, Dominic, I want you to speak on behalf of all black people. Here we go. <laughs> right. go, go ahead. Well, go ahead, okay. Just
20: on behalf of yourself. Does Michelle have more credibility in the black community than uh, uh, Kamala because of certain colorism? I mean, she's half black like Barack, and a lot of people in the community – had reservations about Barack in the beginning. I'm sure you remember, but then he became accepted. And, I, you know, Michelle's father was a political guy. And I think Michelle married her daddy because Barack's political. And I think a scenario where Michelle steps in, Newsom's her vice president, and Kamala says, hey, I have a better chance of being governor of California, which is like the 14th largest country in the world than you know being vice President, which is about like a bowl of spit, you know what they say, like a bowl of spit. And one more thing: a vote for Hillary is like a dog returning to its own vomit. I mean, it's still vomit, you know and it's kind of like Norman returning to vote for Bill Clinton because he voted for Bill Clinton, but I just wanted to put that in there. And as far as a block, there's always a kernel of truth in every joke. He would love to be pushing the buttons behind the shell. So I don't know if that's too crazy. I mean, you've called me a bipolar anti-semite like Kanye. So uh, no, no. Sure I you...
4: I have never called you a bipolar bipolar anti-semite. I don't know who you're confusing me with. I don't use those types of terms. Okay, so so, well, so evidently I mean, you're confusing me with some that. other with some other host. But I okay, I don't I'm I don't I don't, I don't I don't talk yeah, that we'll... way, Russ. So you you're, okay, you're confusing oh okay, uh, I, I uh, yeah in, no I, I never yeah but just you, you see how you throw I, out the allegations no, not based on no. fact you you just throw it out you know it doesn't matter I, Greg or Dominic let me just throw it at both of them
20: well I just want to be a good reporter if you deny it's true can I tell you what I heard about the incident in Times Square real quick was uh, that- it's quick you, but
4: but but please I don't want really? any nuttiness please okay okay go, go a ahead quick matter quickly
20: a, a quick a, that lieutenant. Uh, was was uh causing the New York city taxpayers to take five million dollar payout to someone
4: he choked with his baton
20: the okay person he choked that's was-
4: enough All right, you're done thank you for the call rush you told me that you don't call me every night but yet you're calling me every night what's up with that take a break I need a break from you man I took the aspirin and the aspirin are not working. Hour number two is coming up. We have a lot to get to. But again, as we let at the top of the hour, two hostages in Israel, Israeli hostages held by Gaza, have been uh, rescued. We'll have much more coming up.
3: This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77, WABC.
4: And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning, everyone. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, which went into overtime. And then Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does, Tom Brady style. Few seconds left on the clock. Doesn't matter. He gets the job done. This hour, we're taking your telephone calls. 800 848 WABC, 800 848 Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. The handwriting's on the wall. Assaults on NYPD officers are escalating to record breaking totals and anti cop. Sentiment. It has to stop. City police officers are being beaten at a record setting pace, a disturbing, dangerous trend fueled by radical protests, the migrants' bail reform, anti cop rhetoric, soft on crime prosecutors. Now, get this the number of cops hurt. By suspects, suspects surged twenty percent in 2022. That's when 4,724 uniformed officers suffered injuries and attacks, compared to 3,933 in 2021. But then the nightmare grew worse last year, when 4,077 cops were hurt by suspects in just the first nine months of 2023 on pace for a record-breaking 5,436 injuries. This is according to the uh, latest stats. And according to the PBA, uh, president Patrick Hendry says well over 5,000 cops were attacked and injured last year. That's not only a record; it, it's a full-blown epidemic. I want you to listen to this, folks. This is what happens in the New New York. A woman is driving up the wrong side of the street. Traffic flows on each side, going uh, north, north, and south, and she's in the northbound uh, lane driving southbound so in other words it can be a head-on collision an officer tries to stop her and tells her ma'am be careful at that point somehow some way the vehicle accelerates and hits him
13: be careful be careful
4: So you heard that, be careful, be careful. And that that thump you heard was his body flying over the side of the vehicle. I I don't know what's going on with people, right? So you have attacks on police officers, and we're going to go right back uh, to your telephone calls in just a second. You have attacks on police officers, but also an irate man, punched an MTA driver during a fight on his bus in Lower Manhattan. This happened Saturday. Why did this happen? The man became angry about traffic, even pulling a knife on the bus driver at one point. This happened all caught on video on the M15 bus at the corner of Whitehall Street and South Ferry around 12.15 p.m., right? The 58-year-old driver can be seen pulling out his attacker's hair extensions as they brawl. The man you will hear right now say, let me go, let me go, is the man that did the attacking of the bus driver.
8: Let me go. He's ripping out my hair. Let me go. Let me go.
4: And it is scary because the bus driver is trying to keep the man's left hand down, which he's holding a knife. And it looks like the bus driver is actually holding the blade in his hand to stop the man from stabbing him. And this man got upset because the bus driver was in traffic and could not go faster. I don't get it what's going on with people. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. In a moment, I'm going to go to Robert in Suffolk County, then Margo Margo in uh, Manhattan, but also the situation in Georgia. Folks, you know, I've tried to indicate this. Sometimes you just got to sit back and just wait. The hunter has gone, has become the hunted Fonnie Willis, the district attorney. And now, now I want you folks to hear this. This is a uh, a news report from uh Fox 5 Atlanta, in which there are whistleblowers uh oh in her office willing to testify that one she lied about just like I told you folks. She lied about when the relationship started. How convenient to say it started after after, uh, uh, he was already on your staff. Do you really think, Madam D.A., that we believe that with a straight face? Do you really think we believe that you paid your own share on these uh, trips that you took with your alleged lover? Madam D.A., we don't believe it. Just like you told us that that Trump was lying and unworthy. Well, we feel the same way about you, Madam D.A. Whistleblowers willing to testify over her alleged misconduct.
3: And we heard from the
4: first time today during that committee meeting that uh, so-called whistleblowers from
14: inside the D.A.'s office, we were told, have contacted the committee chair accusing D.A. Willis of misconduct and the misuse of funds.
21: This is not any type of political witch hunt. This is a quest for the truth.
14: State Senator Bill Kouser dropped a bombshell as the meeting got underway. The committee chair said
21: he's heard from several whistleblowers who are eager to testify. There are whistleblowers inside the Fulton County DA's office that are that are raising complaints and allegations about the misuse of both federal funds and state funds.
14: Fulton DA Fonnie Willis has come under fire for having an intimate relationship with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade. Willis hired Wade to lead the 2020 Trump election interference case.
21: You lose the confidence of the public in the fairness of our criminal justice system if they think prosecutors are engaging in prosecution so that their lovers can get rich.
4: So that their lovers can get rich, get rich. That's State Senator Bill Cousert uh, in Georgia. And I want to zero in on what he just said. Think about this, folks. You lose the
21: confidence of the public in the fairness of our criminal justice system if they think prosecutors are engaging in prosecution so that their lovers can get rich.
4: Oh, Madam DA, say it ain't so. You were ready for your national profile. You had new pictures taken. You are the prosecutor that was going to take down Trump. Oops. Madam DA, if the allegations are true, you couldn't stop seeing this guy for a year? On your ride to fame, taking down Trump? Oops, I guess those skeletons came out, Madam DA. What are you going to do now? Let's go to Robert Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
11: Good morning, down at the top of the week to you.
4: Same to you. Go right ahead, please.
11: You were very good on the Reverend Rabbi show.
4: Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. What's on your mind this morning, Robert? Go right ahead.
11: Okay. Given what's happening, not only with migrants, but also mentally ill and emotionally disturbed people who many are living in the shelters, there must be immediate action. Shelters should have metal detectors and officers, NYPD, not security.
4: I thought they already had, had metal detectors, detectors,
11: but go ahead. All right. Which is, They should be staffed by NYPD and also wands to uh, search people. And also as a condition of staying in these shelters, whatever ones they are, whether for the homeless or the migrants. As a condition of being allowed to stay there, curfews, and also random searches of persons and premises, the rooms they're staying in and common areas. We have to keep the weapons from getting in and out of these shelters, which are harming residents in the
4: shelters, the public and the police. Agreed. Agreed, Robert. Uh, You know, some of the things you mentioned are already being done, but obviously they're not being done well enough. Uh, People being robbed, uh, uh, stabbed, uh, shanked, all types of things in shelters. Uh, when, When you have people, and I'm focusing on American homeless right now, when you have people that prefer to stay on the street than go into a shelter, that's a big problem. That's a big problem. But these rules should start, Robert, first. Thank you for the call, my friend. They should start with the migrants. And thank you for the comment about the Rev and the uh, the rabbi. I had a great time this morning with uh, Pastor A.R. Bernard and Rabbi Joseph Potasnik. I've known each of them for many years. They're good men, outstanding leaders, and they're trying to make a positive difference in our communities. Mike on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy-seven, WABC.
22: Good morning, Dominic. I'm pulling up the uptick of assaults on police officers in New York City. Yes. Okay, so I can tell you about forty or forty five years ago when I got on the police department. If those cops were kicked like they were back then, they I will guarantee you they wouldn't be walking out the next day, because they would be in the hospital. There's something called street justice. And a lot of the criminals on the street respected the police and vice versa. And there was none of that. But if it did happen, nobody's walking out, number one. Number two, that district attorney, Alan Bragg, is looking to lock up cops for any indiscretion whatsoever. And the other thing I want to comment about their case, is two officers are on the floor, They have multiple assailants kicking them in the head. They absolutely had the right to use their firearms and they didn't. And you know why? Because they're afraid. If the the police can't protect us, then we're finished as a society. But the cops are just afraid to do their job and it's disgusting. Well,
4: one thing thing that you are correct about, Mike, uh, back in the day, not long ago, Uh, If something like that had happened, uh, those those men, and I I know this is not politically correct, and you shouldn't say this, Dominic, but it's the truth. Back in the day, if this had happened, oh, believe me, those migrants were going to the hospital because they would not have walked away. When reinforcement got to the scene, they were going to the hospital. It was not going to be pretty. And, you know, I'm not advocating uh, violence, but I am stating that uh, the police are the last line of defense. And if you, if you break certain lines, then so be it. So be it. And so, Mike, I, you know, you, you are correct about that. Nowadays, the police are handcuffed. You know, you could throw water on them. You could spit at them. You could say anything you feel like. You could follow them at Times Square and then punch them in the face. Do anything you want and get away with it. And, and they're
22: afraid. They're afraid. And yep. the
4: moment that it happens, you should get the Rikers treatment right away. And uh and and, and and that's that. Thank you. Thank you so much for the uh call. Let's go to uh Margot in Manhattan. Good morning, Margot. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
23: Oh hi there, Dominic. Remember me? Anyway, what I wanted to say to you was, as a native New Yorker Manhattan, New York City, all the boroughs, it is straight back to the 70s, except for one thing. Um, The music's not as good, that's for sure. But the crime, everything is out of control. But there's one little thing. It's a little off track here. I feel like I do not agree with everything Russ says, but I think you're really rude to him, and he's a gentleman, and he makes some really good points. And I, I think you should show him a little more respect, quite frankly.
4: Are you done, Margo? Because that doesn't dignify a response. Are you done? Well, have, 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 have a good you, night. Have, have you listened to... Margo, I'm aware of some of the crazy things you said. I don't agree with the
23: Israel thing. I don't agree with the Israel thing, okay? But he makes some really good points. Like, what? About the like what? Like what? About the police. The police get a little out of hand. They're great. I love the police. Don't get me wrong. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying because I would rather see them than not see them. But sometimes they do get a little out of hand and play really dirty. I mean, they play dirty, okay? And the thing with the migrants, oh, that Russ the the was about, the, the, they the, are the human the,
4: Okay, okay, you wait, wait Margot, Margo 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 Margo, 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 Margo. He
13: sounds like a gentleman. Margo,
4: Margo, Do you know how many hate emails I get about him on a daily basis?
13: But that, but are like
4: heads.
23: I mean, you know, come on. This is like biased. Wait, Aren't wait, you interested in everyone else?
4: He wait, went wait, to a wait, you, wait, wait 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 he went to wait 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 You just made a comment that's you. You just branded a whole group of people as basically racist. Do you realize what you just said?
23: No, I'm not. I'm not calling them racist. Don't don't. You say just that. said. I'm you not, just said. I'm not, not saying, saying that. Said, I'm just saying if they're, they're he's entitled
4: okay, to hey, Margot his opinion. Margo, Margot, Margo, Margo, I'm, I'm not saying Margo, Margo, okay? what about the fact that I put him on? Do you know how many emails I get where people don't want him on the air, and I put them on anyway?
23: Yeah, well, you know, it's like when I gave my opinion, and maybe I should have put it a little bit better about um, what's her name, uh, the the Trump. I all I said was was that um, it could have happened; it may very well have happened. Putting politics aside. And then someone told me that you said that I should, you gave me a rope to hang myself.
4: I mean, you know, first of all, first of all, Margo, 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 Margo. You you got it all wrong. I mean, may, maybe I maybe wait wait, wait wait you're wait wait okay okay. okay 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 I... wait 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 please wait a second. I don't know what's in your tea if you drink tea or what's in your coffee. What no what? no no okay. no. I'm not, okay. I'm not can I, can to I give I you a problem. Can I finish? Can I finish? Please. I, I, I mean this from my heart. Okay okay. I'll, I'll shut, shut up. You, I'll shut up and you take over the show. Go ahead. No go ahead. Okay, so I can speak now. What I said, if you're going to quote me, quote me correct. A number of people called up complaining about you with the E. Jean Carroll situation in which I agree with them because the evidence just doesn't add up of what she says and her allegation. And I said, I, I, and people were asking me, why did I let you speak? And I said, I give everyone a chance to speak. I give all enough rope to hang themselves. That's not you shouldn't use that expression. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Go ahead. That wasn't personally directed at you. So. So how do you uh, conclude? Then you start well, the call. I'm today. Wait that. a minute. Wait a minute. Me. Wait a minute. It's not about me. Oh, wait, I do Margo. About that. Margo. You start, Margo. Little, Margo. Margo, yeah. Margo. Margo. You start the call today by stating. Remember me. Do you know how many calls that I get Margo? So that says to, me, well, that says to me, that says to me, that says to me, something's a little off here. I'm not off. I'm a very intelligent. And, 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 I'm, not fine, off. and I'm sure you are. You sound very intelligent. All I'm saying to you as it relates to Rocco, if you knew how many emails on a daily basis that I get where people are questioning I think me. his name is Russ. Uh, his name is Russ. Okay. Russ. Okay. I, I got them confused. He just, confused. Called. He just I, called up. It is. It, it, it is. It is. You make fun of
23: him when he hangs up, you know, okay. I, I, first I of
4: all, first of all, I don't have to make fun of him once he hangs up. Anything I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say, um, I'm willing to say, uh, While the person is on, Margo, uh, one of the other callers we have uh, wants to comment to you. His name is Joe and Lynbrook. Both of you are on live. Joe, go, right ahead. go right ahead and Hi. talk to Margo. I'm going to
23: probably hear, I'm going to get my ear filled here. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, well, she just mentioned something about the police. What does she know
4: about the police work? That's a good question, Margo.
23: What do I know about the police work and in, in what capacity? What are you talking about? Well, what did you just
5: say to Dominic? Or shall I replay it? That you rather not see them?
23: No, I said I would rather see them. I'm very pro. Yeah, Joe. She okay. she did.
4: She did say she would rather see them than not. The, the, that's a direct quote. I just but go think ahead.
23: Russ makes some really good
4: um, points that they do play by, very by, Okay, okay. So, sometimes. so, oh, so wait, Margo, a wait, wait, wait. wait, Joe, wait a minute. Joe, the let, are so human wait, wait. Joe, also. Joe, Joe, I'm going to let you go. So, Margo, when Russ calls up here and makes anti-Semitic comments, and then says that women in Israel, I, excuse me, being held by I don't Hamas agree with that. have not I don't been agree raped, with that. so okay, so so <laughs> how am I supposed to know what's good and what's bad? How am I supposed I to know? Don't,
23: i don't agree with that and i'm a jewish woman also so i i really don't agree but what a but he he's coming from a certain place and he she has a little bit of you know there he's get he does make some good points okay and he, you know we have to listen to other every viewpoint in a way you know it's 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 i don't agree with the israel thing that okay, i said so that Joe, in the beginning Joe, go, go I right said ahead, that Joe. in the beginning by the way
5: well here's my question i'm going to ask the same question i asked russ okay that so, do you have a problem with the police?
23: Uh, no, I don't, but sometimes they play dirty and they're on power trips. Oh, well, what? i right, well, why don't you tell me? Up, uh, hold on, hold on. Good, good. Why don't you tell me right? how they play dirty? Tell me how they play dirty. I've just seen a lot of incidences where they play dirty and well, they're very. Okay. Uh, and Ahead, no, I I don't want You're putting me on the, you know, it's a little. No, obvious, no, 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 no. Okay? You made a comment no, no, about no, the no, police. You, what are you? You sound very like you sound like you're Bugsy Siegel. What, I mean, what are you? What are you, a gangster? Bugsy Siegel. You sound like, yeah. What, what are you, hanging out like with uh, gangsters? You sound kind of, you know. Why, because I'm an Italian <laughs> from, uh, no,
5: you, you made no, a comment about no, the police. No, you
23: sound a little, uh, you know, like you're, you're coming at me in a very, uh,
5: yeah, you know, a like simple your, question. Your
23: mind is already well, made up. There, you know.
5: Well, yeah, well, I'm asking you a simple question.
23: Okay,
19: a lot of what them is bullies? your problem with the police? A lot of
23: them are. A lot of them are. I don't listen. I don't really have a problem with the police, but they sometimes do things that are very underhanded and backhanded, but, and they're. Well, explain seems it. Seems like they're, they're bullies. Well, like they pick. Oh, on how people, hold on? You so know?
5: How did how? Miss question. When you getting robbed, burglarized,
23: who do you call? Ghostbusters? Well, that is one of my favorite movies, quite frankly, but um, I like Ghostbusters. Thank you. But um, the thing is... What is the question? Oh, what? Ra- what? Explain what you just that. said
5: about the police.
23: Actually, the police, if you call them a couple of times, that I've been mugged, and they just, they don't really, a couple of times, they haven't done anything. They just take. Well, really? Actually, well, they don't even take. I'm going to ask you the same lazy. question. The I asked Russ. Lazy. That's the truth. I'm going to ask you the sure I'm I'm sure 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 same place. question.
5: I asked Russ. Did you ever wear mm-hmm. shield? Did you ever push a sector? Did no. you ever answer her jobs?
23: Did I ever what?
5: Dominic, does she understand the police lingo, or do I have to explain it to her? Uh,
23: I'm not a. I'm not a cop. Okay, I'm not. I'm not the police. Well, obviously, right? you're not. Well, basically, is
5: did you ever do police work?
23: No, I'm not a police lady. <laughs> well,
5: that's good, All right. because
23: so explain to me. Be, quite frankly, hold on I'm not a second. On a power trip. Yeah, go ahead. What power trip. A lot of them are on a power trip. I mean, open your eyes. Come on. I mean, you know. Yeah, I opened my then, eyes. Not, I wore that shield. I wore that shield for twenty listen. years of my life. I'm not anti-police. I'm pro-police. I'd rather see you than not see you. But sometimes they're just, they're a little underhanded. And sometimes they're very lazy, you know. Like a couple of times I've been, you know, I've made some complaints. And they don't really seem to give a heck. That's the truth. And, and they should have, you know. That's the truth. But anyway. I think explain. To say just that explain I just, it just, to me. You know. No, of the, the
5: nut job? Russ of a the nut job?
23: Well, want okay, to say explain that. That's a... not very hold nice, on. you know. I'm going to say that. That's not very nice. Now, hold on a second. Even though I don't you agree mean... with his Israel thing, by the way, I don't agree with that.
24: Neither do what? I. But I'm still hold not going
23: to call him a nut job. I don't agree oh, yeah. with you on that, Russ. But okay. he has a right well, hold to hold his second. opinion about something... and migrants. Yeah.
5: Excuse me? About the police or what? Might...
23: I said he has a right to his opinion, and some of them I, I agree with. But anyway. When it comes to well, migrants, what do you it's, think about his, are, his opinion? Human what do you think about? His... Also, by the way. You oh really? Right. Anyway. So those
5: police officers, they're the
23: It's like we're forgetting that they're human beings. I mean, it's like they're people, okay? Seriously. Okay. All right, but those police officers. I know officers, made fun of and everything. Those, I know people are going to at me. hold but that's on, fine.
5: those police officers that got their butts kicked.
4: All right, were wrong. Mm-hmm. Is that but what you no, saying? No, I didn't, no, well, I didn't that, say that. that. That's what Russ said. He said they provoked say. it.
23: Sometimes they provoke a lot of incidences. I'm well, not. Explain sure about to that one.
5: Explain it to me. <laughs> all right. Let me explain something to you. Okay. Because when I was on uh-huh. the job, uh-huh. like, if they would have put, if those guys would have put their hands on me, all right, like that, it would have been over. Thank God. All right. It would have been well, over. he it... knows what I'm Yo. talking about, all right. What I love about you liberals and point blank and simple is there's no an old thing. What do, you, what do you, say
23: to me? you don't know me. Excuse me. Excuse know, me. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever
5: see? you ever liberals? see the movie The Sea of what, Love? What, what, what? Did you ever did see I, the I, movie that's... The Sea of Love? But Al yeah, I actual... yeah, I have
23: actually. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have. Like
5: At the end, when he says, when he pulls out his shield, and he says, "When you see that, all of a sudden, you're mommy." Don't do me a favor. Don't question what the police do. I you didn't walk in Joe. I agree, I agree, I Joe, I agree with you.
4: Yeah, what I find interesting, Margot. What I find. What, Margo, what I find, what I find interesting, Margot. You're not questioning what these thugs do and how underhanded they are and how they bash Grandma in the head to snatch her purse or some I didn't teacher. Say that. But you're saying. But you're say calling you're here. Putting you're putting You said the police are underhanded. You are the police my mouth. Okay. Okay. I got. You said. You said the police are sometimes underhanded. A
23: little more... Russ is not going to. They gonna... are underhanded a lot of times. Give oh. me a break.
4: Oh my God! Oh, come on! Wait Get... to me!
23: Wait hey. 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 to me! How is <laughs> it underhanded? Joe. Joe, did you ever see Serpico? Did you ever see Serpico?
5: Yeah, Hello? yeah, I saw the movie. Hello? Okay, so now you're comparing... okay. So okay. you compare. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, what? Surfico so what? Since
23: you're such a big shot, yeah, that's okay. back in the seventies. You know what? You know, give me a break. The
5: 70s. Oh please. Yeah,
23: well you're talking uh, about Pacino and, and Pacino movies. Let's talk about Surfika. Let's have a little well, so conversation. Go ahead, talk
4: about about so go ahead talk about it. So go ahead and talk about it. Hey Margo, Margo, you know, I, I, I gotta wrap this up. Are you a liberal?
23: I'm not anti police. No, no, Margo, Margo, I I'm straight. looking at I'm looking at a
4: tweet. Sometimes, I'm looking at a tweet and it says that uh, of someone listening to you right now and they says that you are a bleeding heart liberal. Are you?
23: I, I'm not sure what that means really. What is does a bleeding heart liberal mean? Okay,
4: I I don't have all day. Thank you, thank you for the call, Margot. Joe, you got the final word. Margot's gone now. Just disconnect. Oh, you got the final word. What
5: did not have to disconnect her. I can hold my own with two of them. What is up with this guy Ross and her about anti police? I I don't get get it, Dominic.
4: Yeah, I I don't either. Because when the when the next homeboy bashes somebody in the head, who are you gonna call? Like like you said, like like you said, Joe, who are you gonna call? You and I both know who you're going to call, and you're going to want justice. And to, I'm not even going to get myself upset this morning. Russ said last week, this is when I was done with him for yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was when on, he the, said, on the call with him, remember? Right when, he, right. when he said that the cops were at fault for what happened in Times Square with the migrants. And I almost wish, no offense, Joe, I wish you were there instead of the great officers that were there. I, I, I just... You know, I, I I'm not advocating violence, but in my day, in my day, growing up in this city, there would have been a serious repercussion. They yeah, they would well, they would have been going to the hospital. Period. Yeah, Dominic, I know that, but I I just missed Russell's call by two seconds. Hmm. Mm. Well, Joe, my friend, thank you. Thank you for your service. Uh, we, we appreciate you talking to Margot. Uh, Margot, Margo, thank you, Joe. Margot does sound like a bleeding, bleeding, bleeding heart liberal. Uh, we are going to take a break. We'll be right back with more of your telephone calls. This is Dominic Carter
3: everybody. everybody on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: And we are back taking your telephone calls from New Jersey to South Carolina, Philadelphia, Connecticut and Queens. Let's go to Philly. Let's say good morning to Robert. What's on your mind, Robert?
7: Hi Dominic, it's good to talk to you. I hope you had a good weekend, man. Uh,
4: same and I same for you.
7: Uh, I turned 60 yesterday, actually. Happy yeah.
4: birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you
7: very much. I feel pretty good. But um, I'm really I'm at my rope's end with these people who don't know what it's like to be a cop, and uh, I've never been a cop, okay, um, who act like, oh, they misbehave. Oh, they're too tough. Oh, they're underhanded. Do they realize that they're dealing with, even if you subscribe to the thought that only 1% of human beings are evil, that means you got about one point one hundred ninety thousand bad people just in New York. That's what the Correct. police are dealing with every Correct. night, while Margo and Russ are home in bed. Right. Okay? Correct. But, I, but this is something. The last time you spoke to Russ, I caught something. I didn't think you did, but when the guy pressed him on, was he needed a cop? What did Russ say? He said, "I wouldn't wait for a cop. I take action." So the cop can't escalate the action penny can't escalate the situation in the subway but russ the lifesaver is going to escalate the situation he is no better than the people that he talks about and even though you're such a big tough guy russ and don't feel you need the cops There's a lot of people out here, older ladies, younger people, who do need cops. And it would really be a big help if you would stop undermining the job that they got to do just because you want to feel cool in your little social circle. And, Margo, if you're going to go back to Surfico 50 years ago, really? I mean, it's a different age now. Wake up, lose the liberal policies, and look at what's going on in your city while you idiots are busy trashing the only line of defense between you and Venezuelan gangs. Don't
4: these people think? You're right, Robert. You're, you're, I'm sorry, you're, Tom. You're, No, no, it's all good. You're 1,000% you're accurate. But on that note, I want to
7: say I do not have a problem with Russ Collin because I love contrarian views, no matter how loopy I think they are, okay? But just please, people, man, open your eyes and look what's going on around you, man. The cops ain't perfect. Nobody is. But they're the best we got, and I'll stand behind them one hundred percent. Because when you're out there on the street, sometimes you have to get out of hand. Sometimes you got to do dirty things because you're dealing with people who will kill you. Okay?
4: Because they're and dealing with dirt bags, Robert. Exactly. They're dealing with with homeboys and dirt bags that will do anything and everything, including having their own girlfriend carry the gun to try and, and avoid. You know, go ahead. Go ahead.
7: Right, And holding it down so that us regular folks can enjoy a normal life. You know, I support the blue. I've been on the left. I've been on the right. I always, my dad was a lifelong criminal. He got a couple of wood shampoos, if you know what I mean. And you know what? He had it coming because he was a bad guy. And the bad people are the ones who generally get it. They're not pulling over choir boys and assaulting them, okay? God. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop and let somebody else have time. I just appreciate your show, Dominic, and you have a great night, man.
4: Thank you, Robert, on point, one thousand uh percent Thank you uh, for your call. Let's see here. Let's go to Mary Beth in Connecticut. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio hey. 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, I love you. Thank I you. I love you, too. Thank you.
25: Hey. I listen to you every time I get a chance, but however I'm laying in bed, listening to you tonight. And I got worked up with those two Margot and the other one, I'm just going to give you something. I will lay down my life for a cop. I have a long line of people in my family that have been cops. I had a friend, a friend whose wife I went to high school with, she was pregnant. They let some asshole out. Oops, sorry. uh, That was on pole. He went up to the guy, put a gun to his head because he knew he had a, he had a vest on dead. The other one, he, he got shot too. He was in a nursing home for ten years. My uncles were in New York City. I have a cousin now. I live in Connecticut, and he's in the hometown where I go. That kid—he's only twenty-seven. He gets the crap beat out of him, and nothing, nothing happens. Okay. He says he's gotten kicked in the face. He
4: gets spit on. There's no respect. So, and wait, I, so no, wait, wait, I wait, wait, Mary Beth, Mary Beth, yeah. uh, I'm about yeah. to go. To, I'm about to go to. Uh jacqueline in brooklyn in a second but did i hear you correctly did you say the officer that was wearing the vest so, so that was shot in the head instead yes
25: yes because the guy knew he had a vest on he was shot in the head and, and he was died the, and he died yes yeah oh so this is what i'm saying and uh, i th- you know we're human beings who's perfect nobody right but if we don't have law and order in this country, look what's happening before our eyes. Agreed. I'm up here in Connecticut, and, you know, I know it's not New York City, but, you know, stuff is starting to happen up here. And and it's like the police, their hands are tied. What is going on in this country? And to hear anybody, you know, I know, like, people aren't perfect, but come on. Hmm. I, I mean, it's it's scary out there it's scary and i have uh, i i worry about my cousin the two bristol cops that got shot that time not last year i i worry about that kid going out every every time he goes to work
4: wow wow okay so what what and, what happened do you know what happened to the person that shot the cop in the head i believe
25: i believe he went back to jail but why was he out in the first place? You know, it wasn't, I mean, he he wasn't, he was in for murder, you know, all kinds of, they let these idiots out. What do you think? They're going to turn into boy Scouts and they're going to be citizens and they're going to respect everybody.
4: That's not going to happen. I, it's not going to happen. No,
25: I know, but we, as a society, we're allowing this. And I feel like I have no power. Like when I go to vote, I, I almost feel like I have no power because I feel like things are fixed. Even the town where I live in, it's, it, it i can't it's just it's so upsetting and to hear people you know rag on the police that that hurts me because i know what my family and my relatives have they had you know especially in new york city yonkers the bronx and all that that's where you know my families were came in from you know italy okay i'm not gonna even go down that road about that but i mean these people go out, they don't know if they're going to go home in the morning.
17: You are correct.
4: Right? You are correct. So
25: why aren't we, I don't understand where this, this we're having a lot of outrage. I'm, I'm boiling over because I don't understand how they just let these criminals out. Like the gangs. I mean, I'm not surprised that that's happened with the illegal aliens. That that's a surprise for everybody. They didn't think all this stuff
4: was going to happen. Well, Mary Beth, um, thank you for your call. Um, Thank you, Dominic. I uh, love you. You're the best. Thank you. Love you, too. Thank you, Mary Beth. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind?
14: Good morning, Dominic. Well, first of all, I want to say Mary Beth was right on the money, as you were right on the money as well with everything you said about the need to defend our police officers and step in instead of stepping aside and bashing them. But what I really called to say, Dominic, was about that lunatic liberal from Manhattan that had her second encore. Uh, She must either be Russ's wife or sister, her uh, commie comrade from White Plains. And let me explain something to her. Joe is also right on the money. That commie, all he does is waste our time. Between him and her, 20 minutes of our listening time was wasted. He also is extremely rude and disrespectful. So where I come from, respect has to be earned. He doesn't deserve any respect. He has insulted my dead parents on the air and he does these things intentionally to rile people up and to get his 20 minutes of air time.
4: Wait, He's wait. wait. Insulted- to, to my knowledge, he has not insulted your parents I'll on this program.
14: That, I'll, no, no, not on your program. Okay. I, I think okay. it might have been on another program, but he thought it was romantic that my parents both died in a nursing home during covid All I could do is wish the same for him and his. And I'm not a vicious person. I think you realize that, Dom. I try to be the best human being that I can possibly be. But you know what? Where I come from, what goes around comes around. And I'm not the only person that he's purposefully insulted on this radio station. Not only on your show, but on other other shows as well on this radio station. That is his M.O. And that is her M.O. as well to waste our time, to irritate us, and to insult us. Between the two of them, they're not intelligent. They are very divisive. They are very, um, uh, they're fire starters. That's what they are. That's what they do. I have never once heard either of them contribute anything positively to any program that I've ever heard him on. I've only heard her on your program.
4: I I I hear you Jacqueline. I I think you know I have a uh, firm policy of um I I take all calls um and un, unless you do something across the line in in which uh he had he did cross the line once before uh attacking Jews and and as you know I informed him that if he did it again that that would be the last time ever that he's on this program. He has not done that as of yet. And so, I, I, even when I disagree with people, I, I feel that we have a need to listen to what they say. Sometimes you can learn a lot from hearing what people have to say. I know How
14: you... crazy they are. How crazy okay. they are. Okay. Yep.
2: Okay. You're right. right. You're
14: right. We have to listen to them because we do need to know what evil and ill intent is out there in this world. We need to be reminded of that so that we can counter it. So... Uh, As far as that lunatic liberal woman from Manhattan, you put the commie from White Plains on a short leash. And I suggested that I hope he uses that short leash to hang himself with, figuratively speaking, of course, in the sweetest, most pejorative way that mirrors what he says.
4: Fair enough. Fair enough, Jacqueline. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Jacqueline. It is time for a break. Folks, coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Murano the other side of midnight. When we come back, more of your calls. We're going to Deirdre in New Jersey, Mimi in Queens, our friend Mike in South Carolina, Paul in New Jersey, and more. We'll be right back.
3: These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
4: President Biden more than ever is finding himself on the defensive over his age, 81 years old. And what came out of the report from the special prosecutor, here is what the president had to say.
8: I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally — How bad out-
9: is your memory, and can you continue as president?
8: My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's do you, uh, that's do you know that's what I Your memory
10: has gotten
8: worse, Mr. Now look, President. My memory is not got my memory is fine.
4: But Hillary Clinton says the president's age is a legitimate issue.
8: Should he
10: embrace his, you know, eight decades on earth and the and the great wisdom he's gained through all of this? I, I, think I mean all, all have, the above. All yeah. of the above. I mean I you know, I talk to people in the White House all the time yeah. and You know, they know it's an issue, but as I like to say, look, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue for Trump, who's only three years younger. Right. So it's an issue. Once you say that, then you have to also talk about what's at stake in the election. And I'm for Joe Biden for reelection on the merits, because I think he's done a really good job as president.
4: Hillary Clinton talking to MSNBC, Alex Wagner I'm looking at my Twitter. They're coming in, folks. Lisa Pure. Lisa says, I got an idea, Dom. You tell Russ to go start his own podcast. It's like he really is passionate about his beliefs. So start your own show, Russ, so Dom can do his. Thank you, Lisa. Deidre in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic, and I love your show. Thank you. Um, I will tell you,
24: cops, okay, They take an oath, right, to protect and serve the community. That is the oath they take. Um, But they do also, I want to tell that woman, I I think her name was Margot. I'm not quite sure that I was listening to her name. Um, Listen, one bad apple, don't spoil the whole bunch, girl, okay? There are bad and good, put in bed in every sector of life. So, you might get some bad cops. You might. I don't know. Whatever it is, it will be some bad and some good. But they also um, answer to a hierarchy, okay? So, the hierarchy goes as far as the mayor, okay? So, if the mayor ties their hands up and says, don't do this, you can't do this, you don't do this, then you just don't do it. You give them no should I say incentive? No, nothing. I can. My hands are tied. I can't help or do anything because if I do, my hands
4: are tied. Fair enough. Fair enough, Deidre. Uh, I appreciate your uh, your comments. I'm going to go to Mike in South Carolina, but first let's go to Mimi in Queens. Good morning, Mimi. What's on your mind?
23: Hi. Hi. Um, I would just want to tell you some experiences and what i heard years ago a cop went into the uh, central park lake lake and he rescued this uh, kid who was in the lake and they talked people down from suicide and my experience i had vertigo here in the uh, apartment and i couldn't uh open the door. I, I did call the police and they tried to get through the window. And they tried finally I no, opened I, the I door. Got, I
4: got that, Mimi. I'm short on time. But but listen, here's uh, here's uh, Mimi Mimi, Mimi hold on. Hold the the on. Bed. Mimi, please hold on. Here's what the issue is, right? I support the police a thousand percent.
2: I know L- you Wait, wait, wait. listen. I do too. Mimi,
4: just please listen for a second. The problem with what you're stating is that some people claim that the police act certain ways in certain communities, but in other communities, it's the opposite behavior. So respond Some to that, them, please. There might be 5% or 4% that they
23: experience, but most of them are so good and they have family. I
4: agree with that. I agree with that. And uh, so that's what I wanted to say. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. Thank you, Mimi. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind?
1: Good morning, Dominic. I, I just took two aspirin before just listening to somebody called. I'll tell you. Um, you know, uh, Dominic, um, you give everybody a fair shot, bear shake. Always did. Always will. And, um, you know, this, this White Plains a uh, 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 jerk, you know, he, he just goes off. And the other one from Manhattan, what is she, his uh, cheerleader? You know, I, I think they they must be related somewhere. And they both have a fixation for Maya Lansky. Uh, you, know, you know what, Dominic? Uh, I got a lot of, uh, and a shout out to Joe from Limbrook. My mother grew up in Limbrook. I knew a lot of people retired, you know, NYPD, one from Limbrook, Nassau County, and this and that. We always respected the cops. You know, I'm turning 70. I'm seven weeks in Curtis's uh, rearview mirror. In May, I turned 70. So I've been around. And you know what? Uh, We don't live... We live in in sort of a a third world uh, nation, so to speak, Dominic. You know? And what's going on in our once great country with Bragg and all the other DAs? It's out of control with the illegal aliens. I should go on and on. And Hillary. Isn't that nice, Hillary. You think uh, Biden's doing a great job. You know, what did you do? Eliminate like uh, 30,000 emails and you just dance your little dance with your uh, Democratic uh, donkey, uh, you know, high heels, whatever. And uh, you know what? Uh, If if people are going to call and you should get, I said it on your show, that guy from White Plains, get your own show on the internet, move to Israel. Maybe you could be a mover and a shaker because you ain't shaking anything, man. You know, hey, Mike,
4: you, 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 know, you know what's uh, interesting? Um, yeah. Because, um, like, okay, so you know I grew up in the Bronx, right? Um yep. in, in, in the projects, grew up poor, welfare, no father. Most of yep. the kids were like me, no dad, right? Uh, the sad right. part about it is that um, growing up, we had, like, I can think of three or four black or Spanish women that like functioned as the father and the mother for many of us. They right. would get, they would get up and go, the women get up and go to work and, and they were like role models for us. Right. But yeah. So many of the kids, and th- th- this really is a true story. Many of the kids that I grew up with, right. Uh, many of them are gangsters. Uh, many of them yep. are, are, are in jail, in prison, right. To, as we speak. I still get letters from prison. There's a point to this story. And and the point is this, right? So they they have their life. They know not to infringe on my life. Um, you know, and we leave it at that. But even growing up, right? When and you knew growing you knew growing up who was going to be the criminals, right? Even growing yeah. up, there were rules with the police. You don't, even the gangsters knew, and I'm talking about kids that was robbing McDonald's with pump shotguns at age 15 that I knew. They, they knew you, there are certain rules you don't cross with the police. Nowadays, it, there was a rule, there were rules to this, you know, do's and don'ts. Yep. And even the gangsters, even the young gangsters knew what rules not to violate Nowadays they throw water on the police, all types of nonsense. How does it stop, Mike? Before I let you go,
1: that's a good question, Dominic. Uh, you know, it's just spiraling out of control. I've said to friends, you know, uh, for years, you know, um, uh, always, you know, it's the most um, important job in the country. Back to blue. I have a sticker on my on my on my windshield. Okay, back to blue, and people just it is they're spiraling out of control. You can't make it up. And I'll tell you this, Dominic. You know I have a son and daughter. My daughter's going to be 34, middle school teacher. My son, Cortland, wide receiver. He's in law enforcement now, upstate New York. Okay, I think about him, worry about him every day. And all the others, when you're dealing with animals and you're dealing with dogs and you're dealing with, I love that expression that Curtis uses. I I use it too. Illegal aliens. Out of control. I don't know if if, it will come to an end. Uh, with with this police brutality, anti police, and the whole uh, scenario, it's craziness.
4: It is, Mike. Thank you so much for the call. Greatly appreciated. Let's go to Silas, Staten Island. Good morning, Silas. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
17: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really glad the discussion came up. One guys like Russ. They sit at home and literally laugh and go, look at what I started. Look, look, look,
20: at how everybody's reacting to me.
17: And he loves it. So I really don't take, I take them with a grain of salt, but I got friends and family who are police and the same way white people stood up and marched with Martin Luther King and they stood up against racism. I'm standing up against this cop hatred because it's all a part of the communists trying to take over, make us afraid to protect ourselves, make the cops afraid to protect themselves. But here's my solution. I'm not just going to sit around and complain. I will stand with the cops and I will take on the same uh, thing as Daniel Penny. And if they try me, if I see somebody being assaulted in the street, I'm going to start back. And if I see somebody messing with a cop, I want to see if everybody agrees with me. We need to start an organization that when you assault a cop, our little organization comes along and tunes you up. We find well, out who you are right. and we, we tune we, we, you we, up. Silence, silent,
4: Silen. we, we can't advocate violence and we certainly can't advocate uh, starting a militia, if you will, um uh, uh, to to uh, engage in, in violence. I understand your frustration, my friend, but we, we simply can't do that. Silas, thank you. Thank you so much for the call. I'm joined now by Mr. Football with his jersey on, Frank Marano, well, the other side of the midnight. The
13: losing team, but uh, what a game. Uh, what a game. Did you get to watch much of it? I got to
4: watch about as much as you. Well, you come on after me, so you right. were able to see you exactly. were able to see what to maybe halftime?
13: Uh, yeah, a little bit after that and then I listened as I was driving in on the radio. Wait, wait, you didn't see me at halftime? <laughs> I, I, I was I performing. I was, I was Usher. I loved when you took <laughs> your uh, shirt off. <laughs> Although people know that's not true because Dominic has much better abs than uh, than Usher does. Hey, abs? Um, wait, wait. What, what's that? <laughs> what, what's an ab? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a sandwich somewhere. All right. Um, this is going to be a post-Super Bowl show like no other. You ready for this? Let's see it. To review the halftime show and the national anthem and the commercials, former Congressman George Santos. Uh, to review oh boy. the football itself, Robert Wall, formerly the star of Arliss. And uh, Jesse Ventura's I son. I love Darlis. Yeah, yeah, me too. He's great. So, And he knows football better than anybody. And uh, Jesse Ventura's son, Ty, is going to join us to do some more post-Super Bowl analysis. And I'm going to make you stick around a few minutes as well. I want to bring your attention to something and get your opinion on it.
4: Frank Morano the other side of midnight coming up right after news headlines. <laughs>